Welcome to the Coming to New York City podcast. I'm Neil Smith, joined by co-founder or founder of Coming to New York City, Katie. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. So today we're talking about the subway. Yeah, we're talking about the subway. Yes. So we were talking about things and um, thinking about where we want to go with the podcast next and all that. And I think we're going to be revisiting some topics because pre-pandemic and post-pandemic are different place. It feels like the New York City is a different place in some ways. And there's been new things added and um, different ways to do things. So even though you may have heard a topic before, I think it's going to be, obviously this will be fresh and new and kind of give you all the updated things. So yeah, we're talking about the subway today. And the subway is one of the greatest things, parts of New York City, the way it connects the city and way you know, we functioned in this city for probably four years without a car, mm-hmm. um, and primarily thanks to the subway. Um, and it is affordable, it's functional, it's uh, but it's complicated and confusing <laughs> for people that have never taken the subway. So we want to walk through how to take the subway, how to take the subway safely, if you should take the subway, all of those questions uh, that people ask us, uh, or even that they don't ask us, but our opinion on <laughs> the subway. Uh, so, Katie, let's start with, do you think people, especially if you're visiting here, should take the subway? Absolutely. Um, you know, we talked about in our last podcast that crime is up. And so I understand that that would be a deterrent to some people. But I wouldn't let it completely keep you from taking the subway, especially because it's so iconic. I mean, yes. can you really come to New York and not take the subway ever? Um, but it's also, it will save you a lot of money. Yes. Um, it's only $2.75 for a ride, you know, one way. And you really can't beat that on anything else. Yeah. I mean, the bus, but obviously that's still public transportation. Um, but a, a taxi and Uber is going to cost you way more. Yeah. And sometimes walking just doesn't make sense. It's just not feasible. And so you do have to be more cautious. Yeah. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. But I think absolutely you've got to take the subway if for nothing else, the stories and the, to be able to say that, yeah, I, I took the subway in New York City, like that's, yes. even just for those two things alone, that's enough reason to take it. Yeah, I think, and I'll give a plug here outside of the subway for the Transportation Museum. Is that what it's called? Transportation uh, Museum? Transit Museum. Transit Museum. It's in Brooklyn. In Brooklyn. It is fascinating to hear, to learn the history of the subway and even to go through some of the old turnstiles and see some of the old subway cars. It really is uh fascinating and I do agree that it's worth the experience so let's talk about how to get on the subway Um, and so because I think there's a lot of questions of do I need a subway card how do I get a subway card I hear you can use your phone now should I and then even when you get a subway card like is it do you get like by the day or do you get unlimited passes or do you so how how should how do people pay for the subway should sure. they? Sure. Yeah. So in past episodes, we would have said we would have told you how to get a metro card, which is the card that you can use on all the public transit. Um, but now they have a thing called Omni in place on all the trains and buses that is exclusively what we use now. Um, and you just hold your phone up and go through the turnstile. <laughs> so if you have a smartphone and you can connect a credit card to it or you've got your apple watch or i guess a smart watch of any kind and your credit card is connected you can use that to pay 
at the turnstile before you go in and it'll just charge you the one time um, $2.75 each time you scan it yeah. and that's it. So you don't have to keep up with a Metro card. You don't have to guess how much to put on it. Um, the easiest thing that I know Apple phones do is if you go to settings and go to wallet and Apple Pay, you scroll down a little bit and there's a section that says transit cards and it says, says express transit card. And if you have a, a credit card set up there, that is the card it will use for transit. And you don't have to scan your face and yep. you don't have to put in a code or scan your fingerprint. It will just do it automatically. And that's huge because yes. um, for a while we had the masks on and it would try to scan my face and it was a pain to get on the bus with, but now it just does it automatically. So literally you hold your phone up, it beeps and you walk through. So yep. it is the easiest system and the one that I highly recommend. Yeah. So, a lot, and a lot of people feel like, oh, like with a lot of other Apple Pays, you got to have the Apple wallet opened when you go to do that at a register. I just literally pull my phone out of my pocket, hold it up to the little the scanner, screen, yeah. the screen, and it will turn green, which means, you know, it accepted or red if it's not. Uh, for some reason, if the card is declined or if there's something that goes wrong, because sometimes you can use it too many times. You can only use it like three times if you have multiple people using the same phone. Um, or kids using it if you're scanning kids in. Yep. You know, split them up. If you've got like five kids, yeah. split it up between adults. And maybe you got to not do it so far. I don't, anyways, I, I just know sometimes I've gotten the red and then I've got to like do it again. Um, but but I think at the end of the day, it's really easy. You use your phone, uh, hold it up to the thing. It turns green and you go right through. And that works on most subways and most buses now uh, and it's rolling out more and more probably going to be on all within the year I would guess I haven't been on a subway or a bus that doesn't have it yeah. so likely the the trips you're going to take are going to have it so it'll yeah, be really yeah. easy the and only thing that I haven't so yeah. I just haven't noticed yeah so the only thing that doesn't have it yet is the Roosevelt Island tram and they are oh, interesting. Yeah, really yeah. fighting hard to get it, which it makes absolutely no sense. And it's kind of frustrating because I don't use a Metro card anymore yeah. at all, except at the tram. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. it seems like it'd be so easy. They just need a couple of scanners yeah. on each side to get in. But or they the haven't yet. Yeah. The well, the ferry too, uses a completely different system. They don't yeah. use the Metro card at all. So yeah. that's going to take a little bit Yeah, Yeah, but longer. it is Express Transit. So yeah, I would absolutely. think that they could, they could use the something. same system. Yeah. Right, right. Um, so, yes, yeah, so that's the easiest way. And that will just charge you $275 directly on your credit card right. every single time. Yes. Okay. Yeah, so no guessing how much to put on your card or anything. But, you know, maybe you're not comfortable with that. Maybe your phone doesn't have that capability. Or, I don't know, there may be a whole lot of reasons why you wouldn't want to do that. And you want to just get a Metro card and keep it easy like that, which is totally fine, too. They still have the same kiosks when you go down to the subway level um, and you just get a new metro card and yeah. you do have to do a little bit of guessing with that of how much to put on there on your card um, you want to be conservative is what I always tell people because you can always refill it but you can't refund that money so think about how many times you actually think that you're going to swipe that card realistically put that amount of money on it and yeah, so it's always confusing because it does give you um, 
money amounts that you can choose from, but none of those equal $2.75. So it's almost like a scam because yes. unless you're refilling somehow, you're always going to be left with money on it. So maybe take the amount of rides you think you're going to take, yeah. multiply it by $2.75 and get a card for that much and yes. put in the the money the amount in yourself and that that will save you a little bit of money. Yeah. Another just addition to add to this is if you're if you're going back to JFK in LaGuardia, I think there is an air tram you can use for LaGuardia too. Uh, but primarily the JFK, uh, the air tram cost about $7. You can use your Metro card for that. One of the unique scams that I see people running is telling people when they get off of the subway that they don't need their subway card anymore and they just kind of take people's subway cards that still have money on them uh, when they actually do still need their subway card to use that or their metro card for the air trip. Interesting. Um, and so that's just one of the scams. I, maybe it is just a JFK. Um, but if you're taking the subway to JFK and you're about to get off the subway and onto the air tram, uh, you do still need your Metro card, so don't uh, give in to that scam. Interesting. Yeah. 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 You've probably never done this. So I, I no. think I'm the one that goes to JFK. Right. Um, yeah. So that's how you get on. So then now yeah. you swipe through. Well, let me okay. let me tell you uh, one more thing that Omni is running. They um, actually, you want if you want to talk about the next part, I'm going to look this up really quickly because I just remembered that Omni, um, which is the um, system that you use when you scan your phone is they have a weekly fare cap. And so if you have paid $33 in fares, which is the same as taking 12 trips through the course of a Monday through Friday, then your Saturday and Sunday is free. Huh. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like how I explain that? So, it kind of, so basically though, you would be maxed out at about $130 a month in subway expenses using using Omni if you use $33 in fares. Yeah, yeah. So it's after you've taken 12 trips on I'm, Saturday I'm, and Sunday. I'm curious if they... Uh, so that's if you basically if you're commuting every day. Uh, or I'm, if you're here for an entire week yeah, and yeah. you are really using the subway a lot, yeah, then yeah. that may apply to your trip. Yeah. But it really is just Monday through Friday. So it's not any seven days. Yeah, it's yeah. it's basically for commuters. But if you're yeah. here on a vacation and you happen to fall into those. I'm curious, though, if you're swiping multiple people, if that counts against that. Because we, like when we as a family of four go, it cost us a, like, what, $11? Uh, right. for us all to $12 to all go um, somewhere. And so I'd be curious if that would count. But anyways, well... Yeah, uh, we'll have yeah, to dive into that a little bit because exactly. that is a brand new program that just started a couple weeks ago. So yeah. I'm still not completely sure how it yes. works out. But if you're here from a Monday through a Sunday, then yes. you might want to check that out. Um, the other thing I was going to say is if you do use Omni, it does track transfers. And so... Um, yeah. Like if you were going on two buses, then you wouldn't have to pay on the second bus if you're going to a destination. Yeah. Um, it's very confusing how all the transfers and things work. And yeah. sometimes I just hold my phone up and if it charges me one, then that's fine. If, yeah. if, if it's just a transfer, that's great too. Yeah. Um, but Omni does track transfers. 
Um, and then let's also talk about the unlimited Metro Pass. Okay. Um, that that is a possibility, and a lot of people do that. You would have to ride the train a lot. So if you're going to be here, I would only do the unlimited pass if you're really going to be using that as like your main mode of transportation. You're doing it multiple, multiple times a day. Um, if not, yeah. then just hold your phone up for the $2.75. Because yeah. that's just, to me, that's just a foolproof way of not losing money in the end. Um, you're just paying ride by ride. And that just seems... Yes. To me, the best way to do it. And I think in eight years of us living here, we've never used the unlimited or regretted wishing we'd gotten the unlimited. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. So, yeah, okay. it's it's unlikely. <laughs> so we'll, we'll move on from there. So now you have gotten, you, you've made the decision to get on the subway. You've now figured out how to pay for the subway. Uh, so you're going to be waiting on the platform. Any insights people should know in proper etiquette, you know, just behavior on the platform while you wait for a subway? Sure. I would say you want to wait away from the tracks. You don't want to be on the edge of the platform looking to see if the train is coming. Just step away. Keep your back against the wall or, you know, if there's not a wall, just stay to the middle of the platform away from both sides um, just for your safety because there have been some pushing inc incidents and, you just want to give people plenty of room to get by you. Mm -hmm. And you just want to be aware of your surroundings too. So usually if my back is against the wall and I'm not looking at my phone, I've got my eyes up, I'm paying attention to what's going on. And that keeps me safe. But then it also keeps other people safe because if you're moving around the platform, you could bump yeah. into somebody unintentionally. Or if you've got a big group and you're all gathered and you're uh, blocking the way for somebody to get by, then that can be irritating to yes. <laughs> those who are yes. trying to, you know, wait for a train too. So just pay attention to your surroundings yes. and don't block the platform. I, yeah, I think that that consideration of others is a, is a big deal here. And I think it's something you see with tourists quite a bit um, is the literally just stop right in the middle of where people like people are passing through. And so wherever it is that you go to stand, you want to stand in a way that people can walk by easily and make sure you're not blocking natural walkways. And I think to your point of you, you want to stay as far away from the edge of the tracks as possible. People will often, I think, want to they'll look at New Yorkers and want to behave like New Yorkers. <laughs> yeah. And and there are some New Yorkers that love to, for whatever reason, stand right on the edge of the platform and act as if there's not like a gigantic thing that's going to come inches to them. Uh, that that's coming down the platform. Um, it's the tracks, yeah. Down the tracks. It just um, that's nuts to me, and I'm right, I'm yeah, paranoid. And uh, <laughs> you know, but but I think at the end of the day, I think it just keep your distance uh, from the edge of the platform, and I'd say keep towards you know uh, away away from pathways where people are walking, because mm -hmm. that's a way to just irritate people. Um, and you see this right. on sidewalks in any other area in New York. Uh, you want to just kind of make sure you're you're staying self-aware. With that self-awareness, a lot of thing. Another another thing that New Yorkers do is they wear headphones a lot uh, while they're commuting, and that's something that we have changed. Mm -hmm. Of uh, typically now, I, I probably find myself guilty of this uh, more often. I've actually moved to wearing one headphone rather than two headphones, but you should probably wear none uh, to yeah. be more self-aware. Um, or say self-aware, just aware of 
what's going on around you and just being alert with both your eyes and your ears uh, to any activity that might be going on around you. Right. I used to work in kind of the Midtown area and I would always take the train and put one headphone in and enjoy it. But honestly, after the pandemic, I just don't feel like New York City is back to that place yet. So where you can just, you know, go about your day kind of half listening, half not. And yeah, yeah, we're just not there right now. Yeah. And I just, I don't see as many people doing it across the board. Yeah. So Yeah. yeah, for sure. For sure. So you get on the platform, you wait for your train to come. Your train comes and you get on. Um, Well, actually, let's back up just a little bit. Um, If you are unsure of something, um, two ways that you can know that you're on the right platform is look up at the signs, obviously, and see which train is coming and know if you're wanting to go uptown or downtown. Um, And the, the sign will tell you obviously, which way you're going. So double check that and make sure that you're going the right way on the train so you don't get a surprise (laughs) once you're on a couple stops. Someone is at the front door. Oh, someone's at our front door. (laughs) It's okay. Um, Anyway, so look at the signs. um, And if you've got, if you've used Google Maps, which I think is the best way to navigate which train to use and where to go, it will actually tell you the verbiage and what it says. Like, take the... F train toward Jamaica Avenue or, you know, that kind of thing. So you can really match up the words that are on Google Maps to the signs that you're seeing to double check. Um, And I was also going to share about another app that is relatively new. It's called Catch It NYC. And it's an app and it's just about public transportation in New York City. So you can look at the routes. You can see which trains are nearby. You can map. I think Google Maps is really easy, Mm -hmm. but I could also see where an app that is dedicated just to transit without anything else, like it may, it just may make moving around the city a little bit easier. It like really pairs it down and really like focuses. So Catch It NYC is an app that's relatively new that will tell you when the train is coming, where it is, how to get to it, all of that. But again, I've always said Google Maps is my favorite way to go, but those are two options. Um, The other thing is when you're on the platform, if you need to ask the conductor a question. So the subway system is notorious for changing routes. And especially on the weekends, they'll say, the F train is running on the E line and it's going to skip these stops. And if you're like, I don't know what that means. I don't know what is going on. When you're on the platform, look for, they call it the zebra board. And you look up and there is a board close to the ceiling painted black and white. And when the train comes into the station, the conductor that's in the middle of the train has to open their window and point at that zebra board. And that shows, one, that they're paying attention. Mm -hmm. And then two, that shows you where they will stop. And Mm -hmm. you can ask them a question really easily. You can ask a person who knows for sure where this train is going if you're really unsure. So the zebra board is something that can be really helpful if you're confused or you want to make sure that you're going the right direction. Eight years of riding the subway, I had no idea. Yeah, no idea. So I learned about this app. I I will uh, I, I will second to, and especially if it's 
I'm one of those people that likes to talk to a person. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to get uh, to, to literally just like, I just want to confirm that I'm going the right way to ask that person. And they, uh, they might be short and direct, but they will be helpful. Yeah. Um, and so the conductor is always helpful. Uh, because the train only stops for a few seconds. So if you're like, hi, my name is George. I'm from Tennessee. <laughs> yeah. I don't know where I'm. I mean, you yeah. can't do that. You can be like, yes. is this train going to whatever yes. stop? Yes, no, good. Yeah. You're, you're good. Yeah, yeah. So you can't have a full conversation, but you can ask them a quick question. You totally. have peace of mind and you can jump on the train. When I would say Google Maps, too, is, is my best friend, uh, I don't. I don't go anywhere in the city without using Google Maps. And even if I know where I'm going, mm-hmm. I use Google Maps because Google Maps stays us to, up to date typically with when there are train changes and they, they ch- change tracks. And so I feel confident every time I use Google Maps that um, I'm on a good train, I'm on a good, you know, like I'm a working and I know how long yeah. it's going to take. Mm-hmm. And so it's Google Maps is, is a great tool to, you know, basically put in where I am put it where I want to go and it will tell me which, you know, trains or train I should take uh, to get there most efficiently. And it, it's just, I just trust it. Mm-hmm. And anytime I try to like, Oh, I think this will be better. I regret, you know, <laughs> thinking that my way is going to be better than Google maps. That's so, true. okay. So we got our maps. We got to figure out where to go. <laughs> we asked the, the conductor where to go. <laughs> now we're getting on the train. What, yeah. what do people need to know about life on the train itself. So when you're actually getting onto the train, you need to step to the side and let people off first. And it is a quick thing. Like I said, it doesn't stop for long. So your instinct is to be like, we got to get on the train. But if you don't let people off first, then it just creates madness and chaos. So you've got to step to the side, make sure your kids do as well, let people off the train and then go in. Um, you can sit if there's a spot open. If not, hold on. I've seen some people who want to try surfing the train, but they always end up falling over. So yes. hold on somewhere. You yes. can sanitize your hand later. But yes. do hold on or do sit down. And you want to take up as little space as possible, whether you're standing or sitting. So if you've got a big backpack on, take the backpack off, kind of put it by your feet and don't block the way for somebody to get around. Also pay attention every time you stop because people are getting off and you don't want to block them in all of that. So it's not a get on and zone out kind of place. You want to get on and take up as little room as possible and just pay attention to what's going on around you. Yeah. I I would say to, you know, generally, let make sure you don't want to be the person sitting when there are other people that, that are older people or whatever the situation or might pregnant. be or pregnant or kids, that, too. Or kids. I mean, like, it, it blows me away. The, the number of healthy young adult men that I see sitting on the subway when there are other people that they should be giving their seat to that that's personal opinion here. Um, but I think, you know, I generally just look to stand unless there's excess open seats and then when I do that too, I generally will go, a lot of times people will want to stay close to the door so they're ready to leave. The reality is though, if you go in between where the doors are to stand, there's going to be less people moving through that space. And so every if you stand by the doors, you're going to have to move out of the way for people every time you, know, you stop at another stop. And so the less close you can be to doors, uh, the more out of the way you're going to be for people, especially when you have a number of stops still to go. Um, so that's, as I look at positioning, 
for where I'm going to stand. I typically go into the middle of where doors are, um, not right in front of where doors are. And so, yeah. um, yeah. yeah. And, um, there was a big campaign called stop the spread and basically stop, <laughs> you know, like the man spread or like, you know, like we yeah. have your legs super yeah. open and you can't let anybody sit next to you. So yeah. don't spread out on the train. You gotta, yes. and even or don't put your put, bag next right. to you. Yeah. You that's know? what I was going to say. Yeah. A lot of people put their bag next to them. Don't do that. Um, yeah. don't put your, if you're on the older trains, there may be a seat in front of you. Don't put yeah. your feet up on it. You know, like just. Like I said, take up as little space as possible. Yeah. And there's a lot of people who need to ride. So I do think the other thing I see tourists do a lot is the backpack thing. And you mm-hmm. and you talked about it earlier, but you might be concerned to put your backpack by your feet, you know, for theft of somebody just grabbing it and running. Um, I, I see one of the things that I like that I see is people will put their backpack on backwards. Basically, they'll put it on their stomach yeah. uh, while they're on the train. And because the reality is when you have your backpack on your back, you just see, I just see tourists all the time, like turning around and bumping people and it just being really annoying where when you have it on your stomach, you're much more aware of the space that it's taking up. And you can keep an eye on it too. Like, you don't, if it's behind you, people are really great at (laughs) opening zipper pockets without you ever feeling it. So you're probably way more, uh, liable in a situation where you have it by your feet than if you had it on your back. And so, yeah, just don't keep your backpack on your back on a subway. I mean, I think that's kind of a, unless it's a pretty empty subway, but in that case, you're probably sitting down, uh, and then Mm -hmm. you want to have it in your lap. So yeah, that's backpacks are probably the biggest issue on the subway when it's crowded. What about talking on the subway or eye contact on the subway or <laughs> yeah. when you have entertainers on the subway or, or you, on, well, you have beggars, you know, uh, if that's the right, I don't know the right term yeah. to use there, but people that Plus are asking for money. Asking um, for money. And, yeah. Yeah. Um, so I think it's, um, you will see most New Yorkers ride the subway by themselves and sit quietly, but that doesn't mean you can't talk on the train and but it will probably be quiet. And so most of the time we ride quietly just yes. because, I don't know, it just, you're in with a bunch of people. They don't want to yeah. necessarily listen to our conversations, but you can have a conversation, yeah. but just be aware of people around you. Yes. Um, and people are listening to your conversation. Oh yeah. What so else if you're the only do? ones talking, <laughs> I'm, I'm a subway talker uh, to, <laughs> to be clear. And so when people are with me, I, I love, you know, I like talking to strangers too but i don't i don't actively approach strangers but new yorkers will insert themselves too you don't talk about politics don't talk about like right. you you see you know are you here uh some, some of the most bizarre conversations sometimes um know that the people around you are listening to your conversation and so you're not having a private conversation on the subway sure. um but i think too i do see when you, when you talk like a tourist, and sometimes it's just clear that you're a tourist, you are and attracting, okay. and you're attracting them some attention of where somebody that might be a pickpocketer or, you know, looking sure. to rip off a tourist uh, is going to be drawn to you. So be aware of that. The other side, though, is New Yorkers are very helpful. And if you're like, oh, we're trying to figure this out, New Yorkers, New Yorkers will often step in and, like, share their opinion, uh, whether it's invited or not. Uh, and a lot of times that can be helpful. Of You know, they'll, they'll say, hey, you should actually go this way, or you should... You know, maybe you should go to the MoMA um, or, you, should, you know, like they'll right. um, they'll give good insight. So, you know, talk if you want to talk, but know that people are listening. And if you're talking about something that's controversial in any way, uh, it you know, like I just be 
maybe that's not the place to have that conversation. Right. Yeah. And just, you don't need to yell at, if you've got yeah, part of your not. group down the train a little further, yeah. don't yell and so don't be obnoxious. But the people who are asking for money or if they're performing um, and then asking for money, it's totally up to you, your discretion on whether you want to give them money or not. Um, there are some performers that are really great. And yeah. I just, I'm like, you know what? Yes. Like I'm going to give you, I've got happened to have a couple bucks, which I honestly don't usually have cash on me. I may have like a dollar or two, so I may yeah. give it to them. Um, for those who are just panhandling, asking for money, um, walking down the train, you can use your discretion on whether or not to give it to them. There's not a right or a wrong answer. Um, but yeah. Yeah. I, when I would say when people are like entertainers in particular, um, I almost always, you know, if I have any money to give sure. them, yeah. uh, one to them, I, one, I think it adds to so much beauty to New York artists uh, and entertainers and the ambiance. Yeah. I, and I think it, and I think it honestly makes it, I don't know if it makes it safer now, but, but, it, but at the end of the day, like it just makes for a more enjoyable commute. Um, and so I, I love, and I love that they're working for their money. And so I think as you get people that are homeless asking for money, and I think you get that debate sometimes and that, I think that's up to the individual and it's up to you whether you want to pay the entertainer or not. But one of the things that I, I really, uh, I just, I mean, I, I love it. That's one of my favorite things about New York is the subway <laughs> entertainers. Yeah. Uh, I love it when I have like a quartet of men that will walk through or a guitar player that will jump on or a horn player or And sometimes dancers. you'll see a lot of the same people, like the quartet yeah. of guys, they always sing oldies yep. or some yep. older gentlemen. There's a guy with a guitar who always plays some kind of, you know, like Spanish yep. um, music and yeah. 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 I, I, I always regret when I don't have cash on me and more and more of them now are, especially ones that are in the stations, will have like a, like a Venmo or a QR you know, code cash, or cash something. App, yeah. You know, QR code where you can, you can send them money through that. And mm -hmm. I, uh, I always, I respect that hustle and it's it not, I don't think it's enabling or, you know, like we've asked people look at that. Uh, negatively and you know anyways that's you can you can debate that about whether to give to homeless people but I think the entertainers are it's a different conversation and if you take a video of them you need to pay them yeah um, or if you're going to post it on your social media or you're taking a video then you need to pay them for yeah. their time and their efforts so. that's probably the one definitive rule yeah uh, if you're videoing an entertainer you need to pay the entertainer mm -hmm. sometimes they'll be pushy about that most of the time though they'll just expect it uh, or the people around you will nudge you, you know, um, but don't, uh, yeah, yeah, that's good yeah. insights. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's what to do on the subway. And yeah. then when you're getting off of the subway, just know where your stop is. You don't have to necessarily line up at the door when it's your stop, but just be ready to get up and yeah. move forward. And what I always say is when you get <clears throat> off the train, um, keep moving and yeah. <laughs> just pick a direction right or left and keep moving. Because if you get off the train and you stop, yes. you're blocking the doors and you're yes. blocking a lot of people. It is way easier to figure out where you're going once you get up to ground level. So yes. just get off the train, pick right or left, go up the stairs, figure out where the exit is. Yes. And then once you get up to ground level, you can get back on your Google maps yes. um, after you've gotten out of the, the train station and figure out, 
where yes. you are, where you're going, all of that. Because yeah. down on the platform is not the place to do that. Well, and I think a lot of people want to, to your point, they want to exit the subway at the perfect corner. Mm-hmm. And and I think at the end of the day, like trying to figure that out underground is so complicated. Right. Just get yourself above ground uh, and then figure out what corner you need to get to. And you can get there unless it's like a rainy, messy day. I wouldn't try to make sure you're getting out at the right corner exiting the subway. It's more just find your closest exit from wherever it, wherever it is you got off the train and get up to ground level. Yep. Which is what I said. Which is exactly what you said. I just <laughs> repeated exactly what you said. I just want to make sure okay. everyone hears exactly. Uh-huh. At the, I've, I've got a process. Here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> um, so we know now I've journeyed through yes. how to find your, how to map where you're going, how to buy your ticket, how to wait for the train, how to get on the train, how to behave mm-hmm. on the train, how to exit the train, how to leave the train, anything else? Yeah, the only other thing is, and this goes for escalators all over yeah. the place, is um, if you're going on an escalator, which a, some of the subway stops have them, the best subway stops have them, instead yes. of having to walk up and down the stairs, is if you are standing, you st- you stand on the right-hand side. If you want to walk up or down the escalator, use the left-hand side. So yes. it's like, just like the highway, <laughs> you have lanes. Um, yes. And the right side is the slow lane or the not walking lane. The left side is the walking lane. And yes. you got to abide by, the, by those rules or else somebody else will tell you <laughs> to do it. Especially if you've got kids and stuff. I know it, it feels weird because everywhere else in the country, you just get on the escalator and you don't yeah. think about it. But here, yeah. for some reason, it's a thing and you have to abide by the unspoken rules of the escalators. Yes. Yeah, that's good. That's, <laughs> and, and I think the stairs too, like stay right. Um, uh, sometimes I feel like I see people go up all sides of the stairs just to follow the crowd. Uh, but, but I think it's staying right is just good advice on stairs or escalator but the escalator in particular is you can always pinpoint that tourist uh, because they're standing on the left hand side just talking to the person on the right hand side and you see those people getting irritated and the question is whether they're going to speak up or not mm-hmm. um and yeah just be and it's funny because it's like it's not that much quicker to walk up and down no. and i don't know why it's a thing but it's a thing it is so a thing you have to for pay, sure pay attention i think to it's that. it's especially a thing going down a ton of new yorkers walk going down yeah the escalator uh because it's easier uh but going up too it is you stay out of the way for those people that are really in a hurry and need to sure. yeah, yeah. need to need to be walking while they go up the escalator. And <laughs> and, and and if you get in their way, a lot of them really, especially the people are that are that much of a hurry, are going to be probably the more vocal ones too. To to yeah, they'll let you know. Let you know. Yep. So yeah, that's that is a comprehensive subway approach for 2022. Yeah, and it's like a 35 minute. Yeah, comprehensive. So <laughs> it's not that serious. You guys will be fine. But yes. we wanted to talk about everything because yes. if you're like me, you like to be prepared. And yes, as long do. as you know what you're getting into, you'll be fine. And so that's kind of who this podcast is for is if yes. you want to know the details, you want to know all the things before you get on. But there may be something that we left off. So if there yeah. is, message me, DM me on Instagram. Let me know if you have a question, if there's something that we failed to talk about on this long podcast. Yes. Good. Good conversation. Um, really, it's, I've, I learned, I'm 
going to be looking for the zebra stripes uh, now when I, zebra stripes? Yeah. Called? Yep. Zebra board. Zebra board uh, when I go down to the subway next time. Uh, thanks, everyone, uh, for listening to this episode of the podcast. If it was helpful, uh, tell a friend, uh, you know, leave a rating, leave a review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever it is that you're listening uh, to this podcast. It would mean the world to us. We read all of those reviews. Um, and so we'd love your feedback there. Uh, make sure you follow Katie on Instagram at coming to NYC. Uh, and we will talk to you again on the next episode.